You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello, Daz here again from Planet Football on the walk and heading to Rugby Town FC today. They've got a league game, despite what I thought. I actually thought they had a FA Vars game next weekend. So good job I checked on that on the train in because I could have ended up turning up the ground and uh, there'd been no game. But yep, there's a game and I'm on my way to it. This is episode two of the ground crawlers live. Okay, so I've just pulled into the Clifton Inn nice and early, about an hour before the game. Probably two, three minute walk up the road by the looks of it. So nice, handy local and decent pub. Decent beers, decent prices. I'm having a pre-match pint of Madri, one of Madrid's finest. One of my favourite things to do in rugby, well I'll say this, I've only been twice, but one of my favourite things to do is when you go into a pub and ask if they would put the football on. Obviously, being the home of rugby, I didn't even know there was that much rugby to watch, but everywhere you go, that's all they're showing. Last time I came here, it was during the Euros, and trying to find a pub that was showing the Euros, believe it or not, was nigh on impossible. But yeah, I do really like rugby as a town. I think the fact that it's got a really popular train station, a bit like Stafford where I live, and also you can potter about the place and find some really good pubs. As I say, it's a shame that football here isn't as popular as it, as it could be. So it'll be interesting to see what the crowd is like for today's game. It's a league game for rugby, so who knows what the sort of crowd is going to be. Been to grounds at this level anywhere from a hundred up to a thousand really so it could be a particularly popular one or it could be a really poor one. 
my co-host Tom, his wife is from the area and when Tom has been visiting he's actually popped into the ground and his words about it are that it wouldn't look out of place in the conference. Now, I'm not sure if that's Tom just bigging it up or if that's true, but I, sh I guess I'll find out very soon for the big game between Rugby Town and Desborough, a place I've never ever even heard of. Sadly, I'm not sure where it is, Desborough. I'm guessing it's Northampton way because of being in the United Counties League. I don't think it's anywhere near Leicester because I've done a bit of um, digging around that area for clubs and grounds and I've never come across Desborough. I might be wrong. I'm sure I'll find out at some point throughout the day. And in the meantime, I'm going to sit and enjoy my madri. Right then, so while I've had a bit of time, I've done a bit of digging into where the hell Desborough is and also a bit about the United Counties League. Desborough apparently, I was right, it's in around the Northampton area, Northamptonshire. It's near Kettering, so I wasn't too far out with that. Still don't know much more about the place. It is a town. I guess I'll have to go check it out at some point, see what the ground's like. They currently are 17th in the 21-team league and rugby are all the way up in 7th, but they are still quite far off the playoff spaces, even at this early stage. Looking at the league table, I believe only one team goes into the playoffs. And at the moment, Rugby Town are 14 points off that stage, so it's already looking quite unlikely. That league does have currently two runaway leaders, Hinkley, Leicester Road Football Club, which is the team I thought I was watching in the Vars today against rugby, obviously not. And then Harborough Town, a second, and those teams are well clear, even if third. So it's looking like it's going to be a two-horse race for the, the crown and the playoff place already seems to have been almost decided. But it won't stop Rugby Town from trying the hardest. And today, I do think they'll pick up a win. They're against a team who, granted, are eight points off the relegation zone, but they're only three places above it. So I'm going to go for a 4-1 victory to Rugby. And considering I got my prediction last weekend correct in the game with Stone and Litchfield, it'd be really cool if I could get two and two. Whilst we're on the topic of the league, this is my second ground at this level, having only done so far Coventry United, who are one place above Rugby Town, and only one point as well, so they could overtake the uh, Butts Park Club. Really good ground, Coventry United, and really enjoyed it. Obviously, it's primarily used by the rugby team in Coventry, but Coventry United also play there and I absolutely loved it when I was there. 
the bar was great, as, as usually rugby grounds are. They tend to have better bars than football clubs for some reason. But yeah, it was a really good experience. Really liked Butts Park and it was next door to where I used to work. So it was quite handy that I could finish work at 2, 2.30 even, go and grab a bit of lunch and then head straight to the ground. Today, obviously at rugby, I'm hoping that based on what Tom was saying, it's gonna be keeping those standards high for this league. I really do need to try and get to more grounds at this league. There's obviously some classics in there, but also the thing I like about this league is there's some quite weird named clubs. For example, the team languishing in the relegation zone who also have a weird badge that I'm just looking at now. Northampton Old Northampton Chenex. If you didn't guess where they're from, they're from Northampton. There's also some classics such as Coggenhoe. We've got Biggles Wade propping up the table at the bottom. Rothwell Corinthians. It's just some classic names in there. I think Americans quite like to over-exaggerate things and they like to take the mick out of our football culture. If I was an American creating a fictional league, the sort of names I'd be looking at for my teams are Biggles Wade United. Northampton, Old Northampton, Chenex, and Bugbrook, St. Michael's. Some good ones in there really, isn't it? Obviously speaks volumes of the region that it's got some strongly named towns and villages. So yeah, I need to really step up my game and visit a few more of them. But for now, getting the second one over and done with here at Rugby Town. Let's have it. Just observe the minute silence there. And of course, I chose to stand in the place right next to the tannoy. So as soon as the recording started, <laughs> of course, all you get is the noise of the tannoy announcer, who I must say, did a decent job. Don't always get that at this level, but it's rare, certainly in documented footage that I would go on record to credit Tom or to say that he was right but what he said about the ground when he had a little sniff around a few years ago was absolutely spot on the ground is amazing conference level yeah I think that's about right decent main stand which I can only just see because the sun's blaring in my eyes on this amazing November afternoon. Perfect day for football, although the rugby fans in rugby might disagree. A lot of standing terrace behind the goal on one side and at the other side as well. I'm very much a fan of the corner bar, which is really well refurbished. And also ground itself is quite rustic, which is always my theory if you're going to invest money on a ground at this level invest it on your bar if you've got an amazing bar everyone will love it 
if you've got a rustic old style ground people will also love it what many clubs have got wrong over the years is they'll invest in amazing pitches amazing facilities on the pitch and around the ground new these horrible new pop-up stands that seems to be coming up everywhere the classic generic 100 seater rolls up in a lorry turns up and ships out type stands they're popping up everywhere and then the bar is still dreadful but these guys have got it right what they've done is they've gone we've got one of the best grounds in this league surely and they've spent all the money that they've earned by upgrading the bar facilities which are absolutely top-notch as well I would go as far as saying it's got to be in my top 20 so far over 200 grounds in and I can't remember for a long time enjoying a ground as much as this for its old school style but also for the way it, it works it, it's a really good ground as you can probably hear the game has kicked off and so far 50-50 whenever rugby get it they look to go on the ascendancy and when the opponents get it playing in red they're holding on to it or booting it clear as they've just done now oh actually <laughs> we will see how the game progresses with a goal and it's the right back number two he's just popped in an absolute curler what a goal that was Two minutes in, and there's already a goal. Would you believe it? That was a great finish. Did not know he would have that in his locker. Quite a big right back. I didn't necessarily think he was going to be that high up the pitch, but then I also assumed when he got the ball, he was going to try and cross it in, but no, whipped it straight into the top corner. What a goal that was. 1-0 to rugby. Incredible scenes here. Five minutes in and it's already one all. And against the run of play, a corner came for the visitors. And now actually they're on the ascendancy again. But the goal they just scored, around five minutes from their centre-back who came up for the corner. Initially, the corner was taken and fluffed about in the box. But then afterwards, the centre-back just stuck his leg out and it wasn't, I don't think it was a volley, I think it was more of a half volley, but it just looped over the goalkeeper and everyone, there must have been about 15 players in the box, everyone just stood and watched as it went into the goal. Yeah, we've got a game on our hands, five minutes gone, already one all, lovely stuff. Somewhat against the odds, Desborough have taken the lead. They go 2-1 up after a defensive mix-up. The goalkeeper was told to come and get it by the defender, but really the defender should have just cleared it. Instead, the striker ran in, slid and crossed it in for his mate who'd run in alongside another defender and tapped home. 
2-1 to Desborough. Upset on the cards perhaps, but possibly not. We'll see how they react. Well, this is absolutely bonkers. I think we're 35 minutes in. The goalkeeper for Desborough has just been sent off. He's been given a red card. So up steps the centre-back to go in goal. This should be a really interesting final 10 minutes to the first half and also the second half obviously still to come as well. Could all, could all fall down for the visitors, but at the minute they are 2-1 up. Just been informed by some of the away fans that they lost 9-0 on Tuesday and to quote the guy, he said, even if we lose 9-2 today, it's still an improvement. So we finally made it to half-time and it's 2-all. Great first half in terms of action. Rugby Town have largely been on top and then Desborough went 2-1 up. But then even more controversy would come around as the goalkeeper for Desborough was sent off. So now Desborough have a massive, massive mountain to overcome. They are drawing 2-2, which would be an amazing point anyway. But the fact they are down to 10 men due to their goalkeeper being sent off makes it an absolute mammoth task for the second half. I'm just stood in the bar now and uh, the atmosphere is... Um, I'd say it's quite positive for the home fans because I'm very, very sure that they will be expecting to go out and get some goals in the second half. Last 20 minutes and it's time to get the feeling that Desborough might hold on. They are only just holding on, but that's currently what they're doing. And as we see Rugby get another attack, the defence has been absolutely sublime this second half. And Rugby, to be fair, haven't put the pressure on I would have expected. I think they still will win. They've just got another corner now. It's been very possession heavy, but they don't look like they're going to make a rout of it as I expected. Now that Desborough down to 10, it actually seems like it's become more of a solid task. And we've still got defence going on. Oh! <laughs> oh, and um, the rugby number three, the left back, has just hit an absolutely firm <laughs> strike straight at the goalkeeper. And obviously with the goalkeeper being an outfielder, no one knows what's going to happen. Oh, he's using his feet quite a lot. And basically, he has made a lot of saves. Most of them have just ricocheted off him rather than a normal goalkeeper who would catch things and punch things and dive at the feet and all that sort of stuff. He's very much played as an outfielder in goal who all of a sudden realizes he has the ability to use his arms. But it's working for him, it really is. And as you can hear, the crowd are absolutely raucous now. 
They're absolutely dying for this goal. Number 15 swings one in. Oh, and it eludes everyone. <laughs> what a game. Not necessarily the quality, but the interest of the game and the possibility, the very slim possibility, that Desborough might salvage a point. They're almost in the relegation zone and their opponents rugby, the hosts, are towards the top of the table. But you wouldn't think so. You would not think so. The ball is coming towards me now. You probably... Oh! <laughs> and the number 17 for Desborough has just climbed upon the rugby town man and almost had a piggyback back to his... Oh! And another chance goes missing. <laughs> this is incredible. I'm sure I've given you a flavour in this last few minutes of what the game's been like in the second half. So as you can probably hear, rugby have took the lead. Not long left at all, probably five minutes to go. And despite the efforts of Desborough, it is 3-2 in the dying minutes. <laughs> what a game. This has been an absolute classic. And so unfair for Desborough in, in many ways, because they have really, really held on. They've played every trick in the book with time wasted. And being down to 10 men has not helped them, obviously. But, oh, I think that might be it, the 3-2 to rugby. So the game ended 4-2 in the end, which was, yeah, what a game. An amazing ground. And as the sunset went down and the night came about, under the lights, still just a great stadium. And now I am back at the pub I started at, the Clifton Inn, having a couple of German beers. Good night and hope you enjoyed this podcast. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. 
Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.